Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today. It's exciting to be on the 101st podcast. And I don't know about you folks, but Stephanie and I, as we talk here about trials and things we go through, and we're looking here at the book of Philippians, it almost seems like our lives are right on with the book of Philippians. It's like God has ordained this time to go through the book of Philippians. And today we're going to be looking at three verses. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory is verse number three, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not in every man for his own things, but in every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Jesus Christ. So what we want to say today is we want to make this podcast, let this mind be in you. And I know it's hard. I know that as we go through these challenges, I know that as these hardships, these hurting hearts, these different things that are going on in your life, it, it seems like uh, if we're if we're real quick to overanalyze life situations and everything we go through, and and uh, we can be real quick to get away from God's plan for our life, and His plan for our life is to let nothing be done through strife of vainglory. His plan for our life is to let everything be done for Him, uh, preferring one another, to to place people in a better position. So, as we're looking at verse three, what I want to do is, and this time Stephanie and I were talking just as we were getting going on uh, for this Monday morning podcast. And if you look at this verse, first thing it says is, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. And then in that same verse, Stephanie, it says, in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. So it gives us the problem, the need for lowliness, or the cause of all the problems we have in church, right in the A portion of that verse. Mm-hmm. And then it turns around and it gives us the cure is how we are looking at things in our mind. And mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how many times in my life people have changed me who maybe been in lower positions or uh, that I would least expect God to use to touch my life, that I would least expect. I, I told Stephanie the story the other day, and I'm not sure, did we say that on the podcast when I was coming back? And so my son Daniel and I, I may have told you this before, folks, uh, my son Daniel and I were coming back from a very mm-hmm. difficult conference. I said it before. Mm-hmm. and uh, But anyway, to make a long story short, this 12-year-old boy changed my life. I know we talked about it. You're right. Last time we sat down mm-hmm. for podcasts. But had I shut down, had I say, there's nothing I can gain from this 12-year-old boy preaching his first sermon, I would have missed out on a lifetime of opportunities, mm-hmm. of blessings that that young man shared with me. Mm-hmm. And that look that he made in my life. And, and you know, as I look at this verse... Uh, I think I asked Stephanie a minute ago, I said, what's your definition of vainglory? And, and what, what did you tell me, Stephanie, your definition? Said empty, empty self-esteem, yeah. empty pride, where you view yourself as a, just a step above everybody else. It's one up in you. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you one up yourself, you're one downing somebody. Yep. Somebody's being let down. When you have mm-hmm. to put yourself in a position... That, and, and you know, friends, this is what I know. I know that my time in the military, people were always trying to look better than the other guy or gal 
uh, doing the same thing they did or, and you know, maybe at work, some of you see this, but that's not God's plan for our life. Mm -hmm. God's plan for our life is to make that other person look so good mm -hmm. that they make you look good if that's what God wants, but they make God look good ultimately. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, so that vainglory, strife, what, so you, you're thinking of that, what would be a good example if you were to put those two words together? Strife, strife and vainglory. Well, strife, you know, only by pride cometh contention. Mm. And that's in Proverbs. And um, the assistant pastor at our church has an awesome example. And, you know, he says, um, friction happens when you have two rocks that are buttoned. You know, you have that, those sparks that fly. Yeah. But when one of you chooses to be a pillow, there's no sparks flying. That's right. And, yeah, it doesn't mean you're putting up with abuse. It doesn't mean you make yourself a rug. Um, but it doesn't mean you're looking to fight either. Yeah. You know, where you're you're um, a peacemaker, where you're out to, um, out to look out for others, where you're loving others better than yourself. And, yeah, there's going to be knuckleheads out there who want to fight with you even if you don't want to fight. And those people are the ones who are normally filled with the vainglory. Yeah. And are out to prove that they're a little bit better. And that's where you have separation that may need to come into play and things like that so that you can avoid that strife. Um, yeah. Because there's some people that literally seem to thrive. That's their oxygen is strife and vainglory. Um, but that is, I mean, this is a command. This isn't, God's not giving us a choice here. Verse 3 is a command. You know, let nothing, doesn't even give us any leeway. Um, you know, and he has this contrast going here of it's an either or. We're either doing things through strife or to make ourselves look good. or we're doing them in loneliness of mind, esteeming others better than ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think there's a lot in what you just said. You're either doing it for God. God just, it kind of has, he has two two sides of a coin here there's no in between yeah and um you know we see this in the world all the time where it's people yeah. people out to yeah you know step on whoever they have to step on to get to the top and what's sickening is when this happens in you know churches churches where the name of christ is being damaged in the process and that's that's heartbreaking and you know this because of strife and vainglory it does lead to, you know, that's why we have narcissism in the church. That's why we have things like that going on is because people are filled with vainglory. They're filled with a love for strife, a love of beating down the people around them to build themselves up, which is just sick. But Yeah, no, it is. And, and you know, this is an example, folks. So let me tell you, there's no, there's not a lot of Christianity in the movie we watched last night. We watched a movie last night, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's like... Uh, oh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Um, it's some, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It, it, Tom Hanks was in it, and folks, we're not recommending it. It's not ungodly by any means, uh, but, you know, they're not sharing a gospel message. But if I learned one thing, and wow. many of you remember, he went through the seminary and felt that God had called him to minister to little children. Mm -hmm. And he esteemed everybody yes. in his path as being somebody who's awesome. Mm -hmm. and uh and because of that he changed all these young children's life and many of you listening to me right now have watched the show or your kids watched the show uh mr rogers it was on, it's still on public tv i believe mr rogers went to heaven 
15 or so years ago, maybe a little longer. I remember reading that President Bush, George W. Bush, uh, went to his funeral sitting president, and that's something they usually don't do. And But I was thinking about, as I watched him last night, we talked about it after the movie, so uh, we were the adults were sitting around watching that last night, and we talked about that. One of the things that came to our mind is no matter what he was doing, his focus became that other human being. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this was at the cost of upsetting his producers. You know, they were bringing in kids that were sick or hurt or, uh, you know, God forbid, terminally ill and people like that. And the whole premise of this movie is he's working with this reporter who's angry and can't forgive his father and his life is upside down. He's been down. through trauma. Yeah, he's yeah. been through it. You know, and many of you have been through that. And But he esteemed everybody more than himself. And, and that's what God tells us to do is to yeah. esteem others and to have this lowliness. How do you get a lowliness of mind? How does that happen? Well, I mean, not to steal the thunder of coming podcasts, but the mm-hmm. answer is given in the coming verses. <laughs> you have the mind of Christ. If you, yeah. The more time you spend with Jesus, the more you realize how much, yeah. how, how little we are without him, how we're nothing without him. And yeah. when we realize that without him, we don't even have our breath, it humbles you and it makes you realize that we owe him everything. We can't even, what's that old song by Tony Green there? I can't even walk without mm-hmm. holding his hand, without him holding my hand. Yeah. You know, so folks, I, I want to move to verse four, but there's so much in verse three. I don't want to seem like we're minimizing it or anything like well, that. I think, yeah. Um, something that came to mind that it's it's just a passage that dovetails with that yeah but it says you know let lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves if you're filled if you have a christian non-christian doesn't matter um but if you have someone who's filled with themselves they're filled with yeah what do i get out of this what do i there's no compassion there's no compassion in them if they're filled with that spirit of strife if they're filled with that spirit of of empty glory. That's yeah. what I mean. Vainglory is empty glory, but to them, that's what they're living, living for. Yeah. And that's what they're doing everything for. There's no compassion. And the only way that we're going to make a difference yeah. is having compassion. And so really this boils, you know, if we're going to make a difference in the lives and hearts of people around us and the lives and hearts of people who have been through trauma. You're never going to help someone. Yeah. If you're filled with yourself and if all you can think about is what you're going to get out of a situation. Somehow. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the answer is here. This has always helped me. When I read, I become, when I read the Bible, when I read things about the Bible and when I read, you know, biographies about great men and women, mm-hmm. I become a little bit of a better person because yep. I see that these people yep. are filled with humility. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elizabeth Elliot is someone we talk about yeah. a lot. And, but if, if you go to verse 4, and, and what Stephanie was saying, as we move through these verses, we get more and more answers from the verses before. But if we go to uh, verse uh, chapter 2, verse 4, the next one in line, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And, mm-hmm. and friends, I'll tell you, if you can do that, if you can look at how other people are doing, if you can look... Uh, how you can help them, if you can look at the things they've accomplished and make a big deal out of it. You know, make much about what Christ is doing through other people. Mm -hmm. Make much about what other people are doing in their lives. Make them feel good. 
you know, and I see so much going on in other people's lives, but I wish I saw more. But here's God telling us, look not, you know, don't do this. Look not every man on his own things. Stop looking at yourself. Stop looking at your accomplishments. Try and stop trying to make your mark higher on the wall than the last guy. Yeah. But every man on the things of others. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, friends, if you can do that, boy, if you can do that. So you're looking at that, Stephanie, and you're saying, where do I start? Where, where do I, how do I help other people along with this? How do I do that? I don't know how to do it. What would you tell folks? Well, for one thing, um, you know, if you, if you have to come to that point of admitting, if you're at a point of saying, I don't even know how to do this, that means you're pretty consumed with yourself. And I'm not saying that to be unkind. Yeah. But the first step to being able to obey verse 4 is is coming to that point of repenting of your sin because pride, selfishness is sin. Yeah. And, you know, there's a um, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. And you cannot be selfish. You yeah. cannot be filled with yourself and be bringing any glory to the Lord. So there has to be that point of humbling yourself, you know, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And people use that uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31 the wrong way. Yeah. You know, some people take that, well, say, man, well, I can eat 75 steaks and I can eat, you know, uh, ice cream or this. Sadly, What's glorifying I, God really look like? I mean, look at the life that's of right. Christ. Yeah, and, and that's where I was going. And, and see, yeah. that's the great thing here about our co-host and us co-hosting this together. She immediately got where I was going. What is that verse saying? What does glorifying God look like? Uh, to you, to us, and I believe the answer is strife and vain glory, but having that lowliness of heart to cancel it out. Mm -hmm. I believe the lowliness of the heart yeah. and the way you view people cancels out that first part. Mm -hmm. I believe it's like a fraction where you can, you know, have common denominators, and th those are two sides. There's a dichotomy there, you know, the the side that says, let nothing be done by this bad stuff, but at the same time have a low heart. But then you go to verse four and, it, and it's telling you how to do that. It's giving mm -hmm. you the answer. It's what Stephanie said a minute ago. Well, we're and going on simple. to the next verse. I mean, really. It's verse really simple here. Simple. You know, if you feel like you're filled with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go walk down the street in your neighborhood. Yeah. And start looking at the people around you That's and right. ask God to give you his heart. Yeah. If you ask God to give you his heart, he's going to break your heart because God heart, God That's heart right. breaks for those. Yeah, and will you guys do need. something for us this week? Will you take what she's, what Stephanie's saying here and do that? Would you walk down a street where you work, whatever the case may be, and look at someone else and say, you know, what's great about them? What's, you know, what are they doing that's godly? What, how could I encourage them? You know, yeah. the best the best leaders I had in the army were encouragers. Well, yeah, it was um, the week before I came down here, yeah, um, I had an MRI on my neck, trying to figure out what had caused issues um, since Charles' death with my neck. Yeah, and um, I was struggling in the MRI with a lot of whys, with a lot of yeah. I'm having to have have this MRI because I held my husband's body up. Yeah, and so it's just like pain, you know, telling people that whys. you're freaking people out is what you're doing. <laughs> 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 no, you're saying just why God, you know, this, this, yeah. this sequence just seems all messed up and then saying, God, I don't understand, but I want to keep glorifying you. So you show me how to do that. 
And so I left that MRI and I um, yeah. knew I was going to be gone over Father's Day. And even though it's a sense of false guilt, I needed, I felt like I really needed to do something for Charles um, yeah. for Father's Day. And, you yeah. know, Doug's still working with me on that issue. But anyways, all that to say, um, I had never gotten urns for flowers and things at his grave. So um, I went to the florist shop there by the cemetery and... There's a lady outside the shop sitting there crying, the lady who was running the shop that day. And we got to talking, and she was crying, and I was crying. She had just been through, um, she was in her 70s and had just lost her little dog that she had had for like 12, 13 years. And um, he had died the day before, and she was really, really struggling. And um, I just stood there and hugged her, and we told her I was praying for her. And... Um, shared with her about Charles' death and all the Lord had taught me. And by the time it was over, I asked her if I could pray with her, and we prayed. And um, she she looked at me and said, "God sent you here today, just for me." And you know yeah. that as I went into that cemetery to take the flowers and stuff to Charles' grave, there was a little smile on my face because there was that sense of God gives us that joy of knowing where we're doing what he wants us to do when others needs become important to us. Yeah. And I'm not trying to bolster myself up because I know I miss a ton no, of I don't. I don't think you are. I but don't think you are. If we look, if we look and ask the Lord, Lord, show me ways, give me people that I can help yeah. that I can minister to that. I won't have my mind all on me. He'll do it. Yeah. And there's a sense of peace that comes with that, that no, your trouble may not go away. The pain may not go away. You may still cry. The loss is still real. But when you obey and say, okay, God, I want to have your heart for others. He will give you, he'll give you roads to minister um, and ways to look, look on others needs. And that's an Mm -hmm. awesome thing. It is. And, and, and I think, you know, first of all, I want to correct something. I, I am not, uh, mad at Stephanie that she goes no. to uh, <laughs> dear Charles's grave. I, I'm re- I went to Charles' grave. Stephanie will tell you I've been mm-hmm. there. I've been there twice with her and my wife and families. I mean, we've been there a couple times, and uh, and and we believe firmly as Christians. We know that Charles is not in that grave. His, yeah, his earthly remains are there, and it's a memorial. And and listen, when I go back to Connecticut, I go to the memorial for my mother and stepfather, and I go to their memorial. You know. And so I'm not picking, I'm not a uh, basher of Stephanie no, with Charles. No. I, listen, I'm an advocate. Everything I know about Charles, very little bad in Charles' life, okay? <laughs> Stephanie shared an awful lot with us about Charles, a wonderful man, uh, a missionary martyr for my lifetime. And so I just wanted to correct that I'm not a bad guy over that, all right? Yes. Sorry, I wasn't trying to make you sound like a bad guy. Okay, all right. But here's what I want to get back to. I'm ready to get back to the verse now because I'm not a, a Charles Grave hater. As a no, fact. no. And, no, and, you just don't want me to live in guilt of, I don't, not, right. of not honoring him some way by not going there constantly. You know, you just gave a great example of what we're going through here in the Bible. You explained my situation. And yeah, no, tra- Doug is like the most awesome, awesome Well, you don't have to ever. go. Now you're freaking me out. But anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a lot to be said here, and, and and I think this really comes down to this: if if we seek our own advancement, if we seek to look good, 
if we're going yeah. out of our way to be that spotlight soldier that we talked about in Romans 12, yeah. if we're going out of our way to be that guy that everybody points to, that you, when the leader shows up, when people are around, you can say, look what, what I've done, look at what I've done. And uh, folks, it, it just doesn't work. Abraham and Lot, and, and we can look at their situation. Abraham and Lot, I mean, this was, uh, Abraham, Lot was Abraham's nephew. Yeah. And they were, I mean, they were succeeding. I mean, they had uh, uh, more cattle, more anything. They were the richest people in that part of the world. Uh, excuse me. Life was going great. Everything was wonderful. And Lot chose to bail. Mm-hmm. As soon as Lot bails and he chooses to go somewhere else, Lot's life goes right down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Because Lot wanted to look better than Abraham. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but do you remember what God said to Abraham? As far as you can see this way, as far as you can see that mm -hmm. way, as far as you can that's all gonna be yours. Mm -hmm. And uh and folks, sometimes we give away as far as we can see that way, as far as we can see that way, sometimes we give that away for pride. And, and friends, as I'm talking to you, I know a lot of you out there are hurting. I know a lot of you are going, don't give that away. Don't give away what God has for you to try to look good. Don't give that away. And I, I just want to introduce verse five, and then we're going to talk about that tomorrow on the podcast. But I think this is, uh, this brings us to a crescendo, I believe, on, on where we're going. I believe five through 11, I was just reading ahead a little bit, and I believe five through 11 really takes us to what we need to look like. Mm -hmm. But it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I want to close on that. But I, I want to ask you this one question, Stephanie, that as we go into closing, how do you let this mind be in you? By obeying verses one through four. There it is, my friends. You heard it from Stephanie's mouth. Uh, you <laughs> heard it as we're going along. And the, the bottom line is this, find your consolation in Christ. The yeah. bottom line is this, uh, put away your vainglory and strife. The, the bottom line is this, the, you know, be lowly. And that's a hard thing to do. It's hard to tell somebody, hey, be humble, be lowly. You know, be the kind of person that's, that's willing to step down, that's willing to jump in a position where you're giving other people credit. You're willing to jump in a position where you're increasing the benefit for someone else. Because really what this is saying is you can be at work and you can tell your boss, you know, Stephanie's the best worker here, even yeah. though she's under you. Or you can tell your boss, you know, this this guy over here is wonderful. He's doing great things. But let me tell you, God will use that. And friends, all you got to do is go back to the story of Abraham and Lot. And Lot wanted to bail. said, well, there's not enough land. There's too much of this. There's too much of that. He wanted to set his own records. He wanted to do his own things. Well, I can tell you, if you read about Lot, it didn't work out well. But if you read about Abraham, the world was changed. Yeah. Father Abraham had many sons. <laughs> and many sons had Father Abraham. Well, it's, Folks, that, it's the abundant life. You know, Jesus yeah. said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And that abundant life isn't about us. And it's, Stephanie it's says others. a million times, uh, it's living for eternity. Friends, live for eternity out there. Live for God. Make it all about him. Make it about the next guy. Be lowly. I know that's a hard thing to say. How can I say on a podcast that people are listening to, I'm not telling you to go out and make a million bucks. I'm not telling you to look better than the other guy. I'm not telling you to name it and claim it. I'm telling you what the Bible says. And the Bible says, be lowly. Get rid of the vainglory and strife. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Be in one accord. Yeah. And it's not talking about a Honda. Hey, listen. <laughs> We, we we love you folks. A little bit of humor came back to the podcast today. Uh, we sure do love you folks. We're honored to be with you. If, uh, if you get a chance, stop by on Help for Wounded Spirits. 
Facebook page or, or look us up on our personal pages. Drop us a line and uh, we'd be honored to help you out in any way we can. We sure do love you folks. May God bless you. Have a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.